This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. Our special guest on Bent Notes is a guitarist, a composer and an educator who lives in Melbourne but was born in New Zealand and grew up in Brisbane, studying both classical and jazz guitar at the Queensland Conservatorium of Music. James Sherlock won the Ike Isaacs International Jazz Guitar Award in 1997 and has worked with a who's who of jazz performers in Australia and overseas and has released a number of albums under his own name, as well as many recordings on many others' names. It is my pleasure to welcome back to Bent Notes, James Sherlock. Welcome, James. <laughs> Thank you, David. It's good to be here. Look at that. Our studio audience is going <laughs> wild. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you back here, James. It's been a while. I think it was... 2021, a couple of years ago, we spoke. Really? Okay. Mm, yeah. That was uh, Stravinsky. Yeah, the, the, th- the duo with Ben Hanlon. James, your Ike Isaacs Award back in 1997. Yeah, was 1997, it a, what are you going to say? Yeah, well, was it a very early stage of your career? Who was Ike Isaacs and what did it signify to you at that early stage? Oh, it was really good. I was lucky to have met Ike. Ike was a fantastic guitar player. He was born in, I want to say, Burma. Yeah, yeah, let's say Burma, but lived in England. He was a big presence in the European English sort of jazz guitar scene in the 50s and 60s. Played with Stefan Grappelli, you know, New West Montgomery. He was sort of, he was great. And then he came and retired to Australia. He lived in Sydney. I was lucky enough to get some lessons with him just, just in the last few years of his life. Out, like hours and hours and hours I'd go, because he lived in Sydney, and I'd go down to Sydney and organise a lesson with him and, and go and meet him in his house, and, and he just rave at me for hours like you know he'd book me an hour lesson or whatever and i'd be there for four hours and his <laughs> wife would cook dinner and it was it was beautiful it was really beautiful and he was like that with a lot of he was like that with a lot of people he was martin taylor's teacher and a lot of other a, a lot of especially a lot of sydney guitar players knew him really well and yeah so it was really it was really special and the award the thing they set up after he'd passed was was really good his nephew mark isaacs was one of the judges martin taylor george Goller, those sort of yeah, so it was good. It was a good. It was a good early on thing to have done. And what did the award provide to you in terms of support or encouragement or recognition? I want a guitar. Excellent. <laughs> From a material point of view, but yeah, you know, it gives you a bit of gives you a bit of confidence as a as a you know not that twenty twenty whatever year old males need confidence, but you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it sort of gave me a bit of reassurance that what I was doing wasn't stupid and, and that I was going okay and, yeah, as well as a bit of, honestly, you know, like all awards, a bit of, like a bit of promotional, oh. I got a gig at Wangaratta and, you know, it provides you with a bit of a career step up. A step up, oh, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, step up. yeah. Do students of today still look at the awards processes with the same reverence for the source of the award as yeah, you're obviously yeah, doing yeah, for yeah. Ike? I'm not, yeah, oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, you, you mean this particular one? Because it doesn't, well, it does not, it, this one doesn't happen anymore. Any award that 
reflect someone. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I had the opportunity to go over to Gambia this year and play with the finalists for the Morrison Scholarship. And there's, yeah, same again, you know, like everyone was respectful of, of what James has done for the music and education and things like that. Yeah. I've discovered that you have a guitar named after you. <laughs> From yeah. Hocking Guitars. How did that come about? Well, yeah, uh, Hancock, Hancock Guitars. Well, I was living in um, Brisbane at the time. A friend of mine had this beautiful handmade guitar, and I was like, that's a beautiful guitar. And he goes, yeah, these, these, this family up in the hills make them, you know. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go up and see them. And I went up and saw them, and, and they sort of said, oh, well, what if we make you a guitar that, that you want to play and we'll put your name on it? And I was like, mm, oh, that's a bit weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's only one of them. No, no, there's a, there's a, it's a model. Like some people, there's one, I, I, I was in a shop in South Melbourne the other day and there's one in there, <laughs> which was weird. Oh, it would be to walk in and see your name on a product. Yeah, it's weird. But what a thing to have. What's the word arch top mean in relation to a guitar? Oh, it's for the, for the radio audience, I'm demonstrating. <laughs> um, this is the top yeah. of the guitar and it's got an arch in it. So it's not not a flat. It's, it's not, actually it's not a flat curved. Top. Yeah, yeah. Rock. Like 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 those those normal steel strings are called flat tops, and these are arch tops, which is like a violin. And oh yes, yep. And it's like it's bent to be stiffer and louder. Ah, okay. So the arch top does give you a audible volume benefit. Yes. So we can go to Hancock Guitars and buy a James Sherlock yeah. arch top <laughs> classic arch top guitar. <laughs> Should you wish, you can. Wow. Yeah. Well, it certainly sounds beautiful when you play it. Thanks. How do you listen to music? Do you listen in a car when you're driving or on headphones when you're walking or do you sit down and actually listen in a room where you're doing nothing else yeah. and does yeah. it matter? Yeah, well, no, yeah, it does. It's, it's hard to – I find it hard to listen to music in the background of, or I find it hard to listen to, have music on while I'm doing something because I just listen to it, you know. So if I'm driving, I tend to do podcasts and um, other things or if I'm running or something, I'll have a podcast on but – because when I sit, when I listen to music, I actually won't sit and listen to it. Yeah. Is that because you are a musician that you sit and listen? Do you study the music as you're going along? I, I wish I didn't. At times, you know, I wish I could just sit and listen to something. And but yeah, I always tend to go, oh, that's one of those. And, oh, that's <laughs> Constantly uh, concentrating and, and evaluating. Well, I'm just looking for things to steal. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting you say that because there's something on, on the new album, just the first two notes remind me of something else. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Okay. Mm. What's the best way to listen to the James Sherlock trio? That's a good question. The best way to listen? Hmm. I really, uh, I think we worked so hard on the sounds of this one and it was recorded really beautifully and mixed and mastered by a bit of a genius. So headphones is good. I actually think you can listen to it while you're doing something else if you really want to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's, uh, you know, I'm reasonably critical of things I've done over the years and I don't, I think this one's, you know. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one indeed. (laughs) You're going to play something for us live to air. Yeah, I thought I'd give that a go. Mm, What are you going to uh, choose to play for us? Well, I thought I'd play Nathan of the North. Which is actually turns out on the album, it turned out to be a drum feature. So that's a bit weird that I'd be playing it. It didn't intend to be a drum feature on when we brought it in to record it, but we played it a few times in the studio and it sort of evolved into something. And I think it came out really nicely. So I, this is a different 
a different version. A different of version it. of yeah. it, indeed. Nathan of the North from the brand new album from uh, James Sherlock called "The Verb, Not the Noun" from the James Sherlock Trio, and James is here in studio at Joy ninety four point nine with a live to air solo rendition of Nathan of the North. of the North from James Sherlock, a solo edition, an un, un uh, what's the word I should use there? Uh, unaccompanied. Unaccompanied. That'll, that'll do. I was trying to think of another word, but I can't think of it now. That beautiful sound thanks. and a beautiful melody. Ah, oh, thanks. Mm. thanks. Our special guest on Bent Notes is guitarist James Sherlock. You are listening to Joy 94.9.
You're listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au. On Joy 94.9, you are listening to Bent Notes, where our special guest is guitarist James Sherlock. James, your first album was released back in 1998. Mm. Your latest album for your trio will be released on October 17, in a bit under a month's time. What has changed for your music in that time? A lot. That's a long time. Probably at that time, when you're younger, you know, you're probably a bit brasher and a bit, you know, think you know a bit. And now I know much less and uh, I'm much happier about that. You know, I'm, I'm happy to keep learning and keep writing and just keep plugging away. That's what the name means, actually, the verb, not the name. It just means it's just a doing word. Like music is, you just keep doing it, you know, you just do it and you, you chip away. And the more you know, the less you know and all those sort of cliches. But, yeah, I think I'm much happier with I'm much happier with where I am with playing music, you know, compared to when you're younger and you're always trying to do something and you want to move to New York and you want to do this and you want to do that. I still wish I'd moved to New York, of course, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm much happier with where I am and, and just chipping away at continually getting better. One step at a time. One step at a time, exactly. A practice a day. Exactly. Practice daily? Yes. I, I, there's probably days where I don't, but, but yeah, it's... Pretty much every day, yeah. When you practice, what what do you look at specifically? Uh, well, yeah, really, it, really, it really depends. Uh, at the moment, I've got quite a lot of music to learn. Well, I've got the launch coming up, so. <laughs> but then I've also got another a concert with Ben Hanlon, where we've, we're presenting a whole lot of new arrangements of Schubert, some Elgar, and various things, and that's always pretty demanding. That's always a lot of work. It's like those Stravinsky. It's like those uh, things we've done before, yeah. where where we present you know, classical works and do our, you know, thing with them. <laughs> Give it the Sherlock Hanlon touch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, there's always, a, there's always you know, Ben's pretty um, uh, virtuosic and wanting to do really, um, you know, incredible complicated things. So there's the, there's, the, there's a lot to practice for that. There's a, I've got some recording I've got coming up with someone else that I've got to practice for. So there's specific things I practice for. And then there's just general maintenance, you know, making sure that your hands are working properly and... And then there's different things that I like to just keep chipping away at and repertoire and, you know, learning. There's a George Benson solo I'm learning at the moment, which is, you know, killing me because it's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) But you'll be thrilled when you get there. I know, yeah. yeah. Now, on the piano, it's traditional to scales and arpeggios and Mm -hmm, things. mm -hmm. Similar on the guitar? The problem with scales and arpeggios and things like that on guitar is, is if that's what you practice, that's what you tend to play when you're improvising. So... I tend not to practice that stuff because I don't actually want to just rattle off scales and arpeggios when I'm improvising. You know, you you, you yeah. want to practice things that you actually w- want to use. Yeah. The album features an all original set of pieces this time round. Yeah. Considering the amount of music that you compose, how do you choose the pieces for an album like this? I don't write a whole lot. I actually stopped writing. There was a period where I just went, I'm I'm sick of the sound. Oh, of my really? Own voice. Yeah. Well, I had this thing where the where composer me and improvising me didn't really get on oh okay because you know compose as a composer you go i want it to do this and i want it to be this and i want it to be that and improvising you just goes i don't care about that i just i just want to play i just want to have fun and want it to sound good and i hated playing my own tunes because i always got so precious about it and so i sort of worked on different ways that i could write music that wasn't so precious and 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 quite a few of them made it onto this album actually just because they were sort of fun and from there i also just started writing music again because i always did it ever since i was 
young and then I stopped just because I got sick of it. But I started again. Good to hear. Your trio, it's not just yourself, there's two other players. Who are they and what do they do? Well, Danny Fisher plays the drums and uh, at this stage of our lives, I've been playing with Danny a long time. I mean, I'm, I'm the oldest one in the trio. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember Danny as a brash young kid. I played with him when he was a kid and then he moved to Europe and he lived in America. And, but he's been back a while and we play in a lot of different situations and it's fantastic. I love playing with Danny. Sam Anin plays a bass, again, played with him for a long time. And he's done all sorts of stuff, lived overseas. Sam and I go surfing together quite a bit. Yeah, Sam's a great presence to have in the studio. He's really calm, he's very sensible, as well as being a, a beautiful player. He's a good sort of producer figure, you know. There's a few tracks on there that I was panicking about and I was like, oh no, let's do it again. Oh, can I do it? I'm going to redo my solo. And he's going, no, no, it's good. Leave it like that. And then, you know, you listen a couple of days later and you go, yeah, you're right. It's, you're right. So I can just see a, a new album cover coming up with uh, a guitarist on a surfboard and a double <laughs> bass player on a surfboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we could. I'm not yeah. quite sure how the drums would fit there, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mentioned before that one of the pieces called Mousy, mm. the first couple of notes, mm -hmm. it sent me off onto a realm of nostalgia. Uh, I, I probably, can I guess? Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. George Goller. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. From okay. a television series called Skippy. Just that first couple of notes. It's not, of course. Yeah. It's not a perfect yeah. Skippy. No. But it's, it's a minor a, Skippy. You're right. Yeah. It's uh, Skippy, but my, minor. My concentration on uh, Mousy disappeared for a, a little while as okay. I, I, I started humming Skippy. It was so nice to have something to come home to, so to speak. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. The album is just glorious to listen to. Thank you. The latest album, uh, it is The Verb, Not The Noun. It's being launched on Tuesday, October 17 at the Jazz Lab. For more details on the launch gig, check out thejazzlab.com.au and for more information on the album itself from October 17, check out James Sherlock at bandcamp.com. CD, LP? LP. Vinyl. Oh, a bit it. of vinyl yeah. and the digital download, of course. Yeah. What a great thing to do. And the artwork is going to look fantastic on an LP. Yeah, yeah, it does. It looks good. Magnificent. Yeah. Thank you so much, James, for popping in tonight. And thank you so much for Nathan of the North, a live rendition. Appreciate it greatly. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's, it has been fantastic to have you back in studio. We must have you in again soon, hear a bit more about what goes on in the world of James Sherlock. My best wishes, as I said, for the, uh, the album, The Verb, Not The Noun, and, of course, the launch gig on October 17. Thank you. Thank Our you. special guest on Bent Notes has been guitarist James Sherlock. You're listening to Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.